Hello, beautiful. Yes, you. I'm so glad you found your way here because here you will discover that no matter your past, regrets, failures, perceived flaws, or even physical appearance, you are beautiful because true beauty is found in your wholeness, the acknowledgement of the sum of all you've experienced and all you are. Even if that means some days you can set the world on fire and other days barely get out of bed. Part-time rock star, part-time hot mess. Yes, there's beauty in that too. I'm Carol, and I'm here to bring you insight and new perspectives that will help you assemble all of the pieces of you and your experiences in a way that sets you free to laugh more, tap into your creativity, fulfill your dreams, and inspire the next person to do the same. Are you with me? Good, because I am with you. Okay, so I'm super happy to share with you one of my very favorite people in the world. And to tell you the truth, she's actually, she's kind of like a real life superhero. So if you look her up, you will literally see pictures of her flying through the air. I'm not even kidding. She's, uh, <laughs> she, she's one of my favorite people. She's a genuine badass. Her name is Jennifer Cassetta. And she is a third degree black belt and self-defense instructor. And when she's not teaching women to kick butt, um, she's also a clinical nutritionist. So if you kind of wrap that up, she basically is a health and empowerment coach. And she does travel all over the world for speaking engagements. She's the co-author of Hear Me Roar. You're going to love this subhead. I do. Uh, how to defend your mind, body, and heart against people who suck. <laughs> She's been featured on the Today Show, The Doctors, Marie Osmond, Bethany, and many publications like Women's Health, Fitness, and Marie Claire. She writes articles for Livestrong.com and has her own blog that you can find on her website at jennifercassetta.com, which contains healthy advice and delicious recipes too. So to everyone listening, one of my most beautiful uh, favorite people, Jennifer Cassetta, welcome to my podcast. Hi, Carol. I thank you so much for that wonderful intro. <laughs> well, it's true. You're like, you're, you know, you're, you're physically beautiful, but you're a beautiful person inside. And I know this because we've, we've had you on my other show, Happy Hour, many times. I've met you in person. We've done events together. Um, and that I know, Jennifer, that everything you do really comes from a genuine place of wanting to empower anybody that you come in contact with. But I think you, you kind of focus often on women. Yes, I would, I would say the older I get or just more experience I have, I am um, focusing more on women uh, for multiple reasons, but mostly because we, <laughs> how do I say this? Oh, just be straight. We need it. Oh, yeah, we do. You know? Yeah, we do. And I think a, a lot of times where we need most help is, and, and, the, and the world is getting more complicated and there's a whole lot more comparing and that's not, not healthy. And I know that's a hot topic for you as well. Um, yeah. But we're tougher and tougher on ourselves, I think. So I, I think yeah. we need all the tools and ammunition we can to help ourselves yeah. feel better about ourselves. Absolutely. I, speaking of, because this sounds like almost like a mission statement, I did this training last weekend in Tucson, Arizona with a coach. So I was being coached. Right. And cause coaches need, coaching I was just going to say, you need coaching. <laughs> no, you got it together, girl. No, no, but it's always good. It's always good. Right. To see the blind, to have someone else point out your blind spots, right. Or to work right. on the areas that you know are there and Hey, you know, I'm, I'm so open to always learning, but anyway, uh, I was walked through this exercise to where I just blurted out my mission statement, which really was, 
I help women believe in themselves. I love and it. I was so clear. Like I started crying. Ah. It was so beautiful. And, and I the think when, when you get to something, that when the, you get to the simplistic truth of something and you know it, like that encompasses mm-hmm. all of it. That's powerful. That's it. Yeah, it was really awesome. Oh, I love so, it. Yeah, anyone who's listening, I encourage you to work on your mission statements because they can change over time, you know, and sometimes when you just really get like mine used to be a lot more convoluted and and then just like this. Yeah, like you said, the simplicity of that message just came through so clearly was like, oof. I love it. It's like your frame. And I, and the same, like with your book, hear me roar, love the title. And I think I love your subhead <laughs> even more, how to defend your mind, body and heart against people who suck. Like once you get yeah. that framework, like that mission statement, that, that here's what I'm about, here's what I stand for. Then, you know, all the pieces that fit in, like, you know, it just right. gives you the picture. Um, so let me yeah. ask you a question and I kind of so- already know the answer, but I want to hear you say it. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. what does being self-confident mean to you? Um, okay. For me, it means that, you know, and I believe this to be true for most people that you, you never will be without the little voice that's going to tell you negative things, right? We all are going to feel that and hear that voice telling you that, you know, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You don't know enough. Mine is, I don't know enough. I don't know enough. Um, so I can't really help people, etc. So, um, but to learn how to master that voice. So being self-confident is hearing the voice and learning how to mastering it by recognizing it and stepping into action anyway. So it's almost like feeling the fear, but taking action anyway. Um, I don't believe that there's such thing as fearlessness. I agree. Um, Yeah. I don't know how people can go through life without feeling fear. I just don't think that exists unless there's something wrong in your brain. Um, specifically in the amygdala that that senses fear and um, danger. But again, like taking actions towards your goal in the spite of fear, feeling calm in the face of adversity. That to me is I like it. And I love, I love you. I love you period. But I love you that you started out by, by being truthful because this is one of the things that's really important to me in my, my latest book. And in this podcast Mm. is, yeah, we want to give tips and, and tools to people to help them build their confidence, feel better about who they are. Um, but I want to get away from this, this fake and this comparing to people who are on the surface acting like they have it all figured out. Nobody has it all figured right. out. Are there people right. we can learn from such as you? Absolutely. But I love that you started right out of the gate being real and authentic and saying, Hey, I have it too. Even as much as you, as you have your act together, you deal with it as well. A hundred percent. Something I have here, um, and I've read your book, Hear Me Roar. I have an autographed copy. Thank you very much. Um, (laughs) And I have yours. (laughs) You talk in Hear Me Roar. um, You have a little bit more of a a definition of self-confidence in there. And you say that it's the belief you hold, that you hold all the power to stand strong in your worth and be yourself without judgment. I don't think there's a more liberating place that you can be than to feel like I know who I am. Warts and all, it's about knowing that and being okay with being that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, we all have our faults. We all have our fears. We all have all our stuff. Um, But, yeah, and it's not just like I don't 
again, getting back to, I don't believe that you could just get rid of it all, but learning to love yourself anyway, learning to, you know, love all of it and accept all of it and still, um, you know, be able to work on yourself and progress. You know, I'm always going to be a learner. I'm always going to be a work in progress. I'm always going to be working on, you know, different skills to learn to develop myself. Right? Well, and I so, think that, that, that is key right there. If, if anybody thinks that you're, you've got your education, once you get your degree, you're mm-hmm. good morning. You're going to need a wake up call because we, we need to constantly learn. I think that right there in itself is a powerful tool for anybody who wants to feel better, more powerful and stronger is to continually invest in learning, whether it's, and it can be as easy these days as listening to a podcast like this. You don't, you don't have to take yeah. a course. You can, but you don't have to. Right. Learn, right. learn from other people through reading, through podcasts. Um, right. Because we don't learn this stuff in school. No, I didn't we don't. Right. So that's so that on that learning after school, whether you go to school or not, like you still um, always a good idea to continue self-development. I totally agree. Um, again, I want to bring us back to your book, Hear Me Roar. There's something you talk about in that book as well about choosing confidence. And you talk about choosing your words. Can you speak to that for a minute? Sure. Um, in fact, it's funny you're bringing this up. <laughs> I said that book in a long time, you know. But, but I did just recently create a free course, uh, a oh. five-day online course called She Warrior Confidence Course. And that's going to be, yeah, the freebie on my website that's like launching any minute, literally. Awesome. Um, And so so a day of that course is spent on, or the lesson of the day is spent on the language that we choose to use. So internal dialogue and external dialogue. So powerful. Yeah, like internal, how we speak to ourselves, and external, how we describe ourselves to the world, or how we talk about ourselves, or how we talk in general. Um, All of it is a choice. And we can choose to be negative, we can choose to be positive, um, but in each moment, we have a choice. I think just raising our awareness to that fact. Look, I mean, if we can't shape our thinking, and therefore our actions, who who's going to do it? We're the ones that have to do that. So I think the number one step is to raising, raising our awareness to the types of conversations we're having in our head, specifically about ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the words that we, that we use as, uh, as a result of that, about what we're thinking in our head. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it's more a woman thing again than a man thing, I think. And I'm, you know, don't mean to be stereotyping with genders, but, uh, you know, I hear, I watch, I hear, I listen sure. to the women's language and not everybody, but I hear women just speak terribly about themselves or, and make jokes about their body or how they are or these things. And I, you know, I just flag it in my head, like, Oh, I wish she didn't have to talk to her about herself like that. Um, we say things to ourselves. We would never say to people we love. Right. 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 Exactly. And I think that um, could be an, an active decision to make is to genuinely be nicer and more compassionate to yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. And you know, simple things like someone gives you a compliment and already you're like bashing that compliment or, you know, blocking that compliment. Guilty. Instead of 
something like thank you. <laughs> you know, right, yes. I have something to do. Just say thank you. And let your head say what it's going to say, but you don't have to say it out loud. You know, I have a personal goal, Jennifer. I want to be able to talk as nicely to myself as I do to my dog. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she can literally be laying next to me asleep. And I'm like, you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That. Yeah. oh my gosh um you're so beautiful you're the most gorgeous cat I've ever I seen I know why can't like I should record myself talking to her and then like just play that back to myself you're yeah. amazing you're perfect I love you so much right oh my god yeah hashtag goals right um yeah. okay so tell me I remember from uh working with you in a live event previously there's mm-hmm. Not just the words that you choose can help build your confidence and your sense of power, but how you share them. Like you talked about power poses and carrying your voice. Can you talk about that for a minute? Sure thing. So um, to powerfully communicate any message out into the world, to the universe, to your boss, to set a boundary um, to anyone, to your dog. (laughs) 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 You know. Three things are important, and that is your physiology is probably most important, how you're delivering your, me- your message with your body and how we non-verbally communicate. Then tone, tone of your voice, and then the vocabulary last. But um, really, most importantly, is physiology um, for two reasons, to outwardly exude confidence. Um, people pick up on that right away when somebody has great posture, shoulders back, head held high making eye, you know, eye contact with everyone in the room. Um, and, uh, and then obviously, oh, sorry. So yeah, to exude confidence outwardly, but also to help your subconscious mind pick up on believing you're confident, more confident as well. So yeah. So the physiology is really important there. So, and you can use that as a tool when you're not feeling confident. So you think, well, a confident person stands tall, grounded, feet apart, their head held high that, you know, some of the things you just described, a confident person could stand like that. Sure. But if you're not feeling confident, you can recognize that fact and take a power pose and change your physiology, which will then change how you feel. Right. Yes. Um, the, uh, the woman that did research on that in, at Harvard is named Amy Cuddy and she, um, has a great Ted talk on all of this. If you're interested in learning more about it, but, she explained that so she would take her subjects or the people in the test and put them in these different power poses. The most common one that you've probably seen is Wonder Woman, but there are a few others. Um, Basically just making your body big and like you said, grounded. Uh, And after two minutes, she would then do either saliva or blood tests on the people in the power poses. And she noticed that testosterone levels would go up right? Testosterone. Wow. And cortisol stress hormone would go down. Wow. Yeah. Just two minutes. So imagine how you could use that, you know, bring that into your own life. Wow. I love that. Oh my gosh. If if anybody just remembers that one thing from this, this interview, that's powerful. I love it. Okay. Wow. Strike a pose, baby. Yeah. I do it every (laughs) talk that I give. I, either in the hotel before I leave for it or even like next to the stage as I'm about to get up, I'm, I like hit a power pose. 
I'm using that tomorrow. I'm going to speak and I've done it like four years in a row, but I still every year is to students in a leadership program at Marist College. And I love it. I love them. They're so hungry. And I just, I just love reaching them. But even as many times as I've done it, I still get that anxiety because it's important to us. We want to do well. We want to reach the people that we're talking to. Yeah. If you didn't feel nervous, like any nerves, then it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Probably not that important. Right. Right. So yeah, it, I, you know, and it's physiological response too. your heart starts to quicken, palms start to sweat. Um, my right armpit starts to smell. <laughs> <laughs> my right one used to sweat more than the left one. I, they've evened out for whatever reason. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> oh, I love how real you are. This is perfect. Yeah. Well, I just know, like, I know that that's my body's response to stress. Wow. That's great. Okay. So we're talking about the three things, the physiology. We just talked about that, making yourself, mm-hmm. uh, big, strong, how you stand. Um, and then you said the second was your tone. Yes. The tone of your voice is very important. The cadence that you use, um, you know, you can slow things down or speed things up depending on, again, the message that you want to convey. Again, bring it back to just being aware of the tone that you use. Right. Um, and learning how to use it in a way if you, you know, have someone's attention and can and, you know, use your cadence in a way to like grab their attention or do you have to set a boundary and speak really powerfully and drop your tone of voice? That would be another way to use um, your tone in a powerful way. I love it. And I think cadence is important. It's reminding me of one time when my first book, Happy Bench, came, first came out and I was at some kind of an event and there was I don't, a wrestler or something. I guess somebody in that field would probably know who it was. I don't remember who it was. Yeah. And I had the chance to talk to him and he asked about my book and what I was doing and I was nervous. And so mm-hmm. I felt, and I know I was coming from a place of weakness, but I'm aware of this. I was talking so sure. fast because I felt like I had to catch his ear yeah. and, and I wouldn't get his attention for long. So I needed to talk really fast and he stops me, right. Jen, and he goes, okay, I didn't hear <laughs> anything you just said. <laughs> and he takes his fingers and he starts snapping them real slow. And he goes, let's slow this down. Tell me what you wow. want to say. And in the moment, I have to be honest, I was mortified. I was so embarrassed. But he was so right. And he did me a favor. Right. So I think that cadence, I, you might not realize it, but, but it is. And I think when we speak too quickly, we're revealing ourselves as less confident and just slowing right. the pace down. Yep. Right. And then there's people that speak too slow and you lose people. So. Yeah. yeah. There's a balance there for sure. Yeah. yeah I, there's got to be a Seinfeld on slow talkers, right? I know there's one on close talkers. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then the third one you said, Jen, was vocabulary. We kind of touched on yeah. that a little bit, but if you want to yeah. elaborate. Sure. Um, I have like a short list that I go through in some of my talks of just vocabulary swaps. Um, and off the top of my head, I'll try to give you a few examples. For example, um, I should, I would, I could, I shoulda, woulda, coulda. Anytime you're, you're saying those words, there's no power in those words. Hmm. Because, why? Because it's something in the past. There's no power in the past. There's only power in the present. So uh-huh. you swap for that instead of saying I should have worked out yesterday. I now choose to work out today wow you know whatever that is but get rid of the shooting all over yourself yep i'm with you there um what else when people are always talking about their problems and saying i have so many problems i have a health problem i have this problem 
um, a good healthier swap would be I have a challenge, right? A challenge yep. feels there's hope there. Like you can overcome a challenge. You can work at a challenge. Problems just feel heavy, right? There's energy that comes with certain words that we use. True. Yeah. And a um, challenge is something to work through. It's something you're capable of doing. A problem is like a dead stop. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And it's, oh, for women especially, um, sorry. I hear women say, I'm sorry constantly uh, for nothing, right? If you mm. bump into someone, sorry. Someone bumps into you, I'm sorry. You walk into, uh, speak to someone and say, oh, sorry, but can oh I? Oh, my God, something? yes. You know? Yeah. And there's this woman at the gym. She's so lovely. And for some reason, she always thinks that she's in my way. And she will p- constantly apologize to me. I'm so sorry I'm in your way. Finally, I had to stop her and say, you don't, you're not in my way. You're never in my way. You don't have to apologize to me. Oh, but I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I think of her anytime sorry comes out of my mouth. And instead, we could just, if you really did bump into someone, you could say, excuse me, or stop saying sorry in general. Just bite your tongue. If it doesn't, if it's not necessary, if you hurt somebody, hurt someone's feelings, there's an apology warranted then. Sure. I agree. Have you heard of Rachel Hollis? I heard of her. People are she, mentioning to her, to me, but I haven't read her book. Yeah. Right. I heard, I read her last book, Girl, Wash Your Face. Um, yep. And I love her style. She's, she's very cool. Like you, smart, real down to earth. Um, but her next book um, that's coming out soon is called Girl, Stop Apologizing. Yes. So yes. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, all right. this is all good stuff. Um, anything else, Jen, that you think is important? I know one of the things, because you are a self-defense expert, you're a third degree black belt, um, that you say women who develop greater confidence are much less likely to be um, a victim of a predator too, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, if you think like a predator, and you can do that for a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, predators are going to go usually for a weaker target, right? An easier target. So someone, and it doesn't even have to be someone who's technically weak, but in the moment, maybe they oh, are right. vulnerable. Maybe they're distracted. They're not paying attention, right? That just makes them a better target. But also a predator will look for body language. They'll, you know, usually follow, um, know a little bit more about, who they're attacking before they attack them. I know this is getting into a little. No, that's okay. This is, this is important to know. So, yeah. um, and if you, I think you talked about this in a, an event we did, if you're somewhere where you're starting to have a little bit of a concern, one of the first things you can do is stand stronger, walk yeah. faster with purpose, right? Like just change Absolutely. your physiology. Absolutely. Starts with physiology. What, um, what nonverbal message are you giving off? So, you know, check in right now as you're listening, where your shoulders slumped forward or back, head forward, looking at your phone or up and being alert, you know, attentive and alert, right? making eye contact, showing people that you are alert. That just makes you less of a target right there. Now I get um, those are kind of like random attacks that we're talking about out on the street or right. in parking lots or whatever. That's not the norm. Those are the exceptions to the rule. Like I said um, previously, a lot of attackers know who, who they're attacking. So 
um, whether it be date, you know, a date rape kind right. of scenario or um, just, again, someone in general who's scoped out your routine. Maybe they don't know, you know, this isn't a friend. or something. Right, but they've got their eye on you. So, and the key yeah. here, I, you know, it's like everything we keep talking about keeps coming right back around to awareness, oh, yeah. being aware, right? Totally. Oh, I love it. Jen, I need to have you come back on. We should have you come back and talk um, just about the self-defense aspect and because there's so much there and it's so important and so useful. Um, I want to make sure people know how to find you. Your website is Jennifer with two N's, Cassetta, two S's and two T's, right? Yes. JenniferCassetta.com. The name of your book is Hear Me Roar. How to Defend Your Mind, Body, and Heart Against People Who Suck. Um, and that, I know, is available on Amazon. So you mentioned your free course. They can go to their web- your website to look at that, the, the She yeah. Warrior. Is that what it's called? It's the She Warrior Confidence Course. It'll be ah, I love it. popped up for you. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm excited. Fantastic. Cool. Wow. I'll definitely be taking it. And that's a free five-day course. You can go to Jennifer's website. All right, Jen, you're awesome. I love you. I love what you stand for. Thank you so much for taking the time to share some of your truth with us and your wisdom. Anytime for you, anything for you. Thank you, Carol. And thanks, right. everybody, for listening. All right. Take care, Jen. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode. I hope you took away some new knowledge or maybe a new way of seeing something that has helped you feel better about yourself, inspired you, and maybe even sparked some clarity of direction and excitement. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a review and make sure you subscribe so you stay connected to me and the truth of you. I love you for showing up today. Catch you next time.